Another freaking bailout? Yeah, the U.S. Senate just approved nearly $500 billion for relief. In total, that's $3 trillion that we know of, not including, of course, the actions by the Federal Reserve. And all of this on the back end of oil prices in the lowest mark in human history. And of course, as the oil crash deepens, we're going to be looking into that, plus a lot more, including gold, with, of course, Tim Pichot, the Liberty Advisor. And many people are saying gold's going to have the opposite problem of oil, uh, exactly with everyone wanting it, everyone wanting to store it, but no one going to be able to get it, according to some individuals. But when we look at what happened with oil, we did a full one hour long live stream on the main channel. We are changed yesterday. Definitely recommend you check that out before diving into this video. But of course, with that news, we're also getting new information that Donald Trump is is pledging a bailout for, for the oil industry now. I mean, I, I, this is only going to make the situation that much worse. But with all of that chaos, gold is, is kind of holding its own with its price, with even the Bank of America coming out and saying the Fed can't print gold, saying that it will be the ultimate store of value. And they are predicting that its value will double to a record $3,000 as, of course, they say central banks fuel financial repression. Tim, very interesting comments by Bank of America. Also very interesting to see gold kind of go down in the market during this time. What do you make of those particular circumstances? Yeah, very interesting circumstances indeed. I mean, how many people out there would have thought that oil would be negative? I think we did, a, I think like a month ago, I was just joking around and I said, well, you know, at the rate things are going, there's gonna be nowhere to store all the oil. Maybe they'll pay you to take it off. But I was just saying that in jest. I didn't actually think that that was gonna happen. I mean, so a lot of times I say things that are crazy because uh, I think they're gonna happen. But this one I decided to I know this would be a joke. People in this industry who would be saying that this is my prediction, they would be, they're like, look at what I did. And, and at least you're being honest about it. So I thank you for doing that, Tim. Well, I've done enough of that in the past that I don't need to do it for this one right now. You, know, you don't need to always uh, brag. But what's going on right now, I mean, the Fed, this article goes on to say that the Fed just can't print gold like every other asset. And if you think about it, what's really going on in the oil market versus what's going on in the gold market are almost the exact opposite problems of what's going on. Because on the one hand, with, with oil, what was going on is you had... Uh, you know, people that are just trading these contracts. And so a lot of people like wrongly think that, oh, I can just go buy, you know, one contract and I'll go buy a gallon of oil and they're going to pay me to go fill up my car. But what you're actually, what the negative $51 handle yesterday actually referred to the futures contract of gold. So that is taking actual delivery. Now, if you're in, uh, you know, your 700 square foot apartment in New York City, you're obviously not going to be taking uh, delivery of an oil contract because each contract is a thousand barrels. And I think I was reading that that's like 42,000 or 32,000. I mean, obviously it's a big difference, but somewhere it's a huge amount of gallons of oil for each contract. So you're not just like leaving that sitting down, uh, you know, in your, in your apartment or putting it in your pool. And I'm sure there's probably, you know, rules against where you can put that. And I know there's rules. Uh, but what's going on is that as people are trading these contracts, 
you have, you have traders who were taking, they, they had no intentions of actually ever taking delivery. And so when it, now push comes to shove and it's getting time to take delivery, they're like, well, I don't want to, it's like a hot potato. Like, well, I, I don't have anywhere to store this oil. Well, I don't have anywhere to store this oil. And it got to the point where it's like, hey, we'll pay you. You know, what does it worked out to be like? You're getting like $51,000 for them to, you know, haul away one co for every contract of oil or something like that. So it's just crazy circumstances. But how this pretends into gold is the exact opposite problem. So with gold, just like oil, you have people that are trading these uh, futures contracts back and forth. They have no uh, ever inclination of ever actually taking physical delivery. However, it is a lot easier to store gold in your 700 square foot apartment than it is to store uh, oil, obviously, especially if you're getting a thousand contract, a thousand barrels at a time. So with gold, what, what could eventually happen is you get a situation where now people want to take physical delivery of their gold and everyone who, especially, you know, our type of audience and, uh, you know, in a more alternative mindset and people that have been talking about this for a while. And even amongst our audience, you know, there's probably a lot of people who haven't, don't have any precious metals, don't have any gold, don't have any Bitcoin, not making recommendations of this, just, you know, kind of pointing out a fact. And so what's going to happen now is the exact opposite scenario where they're going to say, hey, well, you know what, uh, this is, you know, the, you know, what's hitting the fan and I want to go get my gold right now. And so they're going to say, instead of trading away that futures contract, they're going to want to get it for delivery. And what, what I'm speculating is that as they try to get that for delivery, there's not going to be any gold for them to deliver. Well, now there's going to be gold, but someone's not going to want to sell their gold until they're enticed by a high enough price. And so we can see the exact opposite thing happen where, you know, at one point, you know, we're watching, you know, as we're doing show prep, prep yesterday, Luke, you know, we see that, uh, I don't go, uh, like oil is at 10 bucks and all of a sudden you're like, it's at four. I'm like, hey, there's no way it's at $4. And then we go and check it. Next thing we know, it goes from $4 to a dollar to, you know, 15 cents to 10 cents to a penny to negative $7 to negative $8 to negative $50. And it was just this like surreal moment in time of what was happening. But that same thing can unravel just as quickly in the gold market, but in the opposite direction where, where people do want to take delivery, whereas in oil, the problem is people didn't want to take delivery. And then people wanting to take delivery can then drastically increase the price. Uh, yeah, but, but gold's down. That's that's the crazy kind of scenario. Right now, gold is at a thousand six hundred and eighty-five dollars and seventy-seven cents. But this is this is the thing. It's it's down in the markets. People need to realize this. But try to get some gold right now. Extremely difficult. I mean, even the the organization that I partner with, GetYourSilverNow.com. They're a silver and gold company, uh, and we decided to do our special URL, GetYourSilverNow.com. I've been working with them for years. Uh, but the gold server company, they have delays up to four to six weeks. And of course, there's a premium on all of the, the gold uh, and silver. Of course, silver, 1686 on the market. But try to get it for that price anywhere. You won't be able to. The price, the best price I've been able to find on, on that website is $1,971.31 right now. And there's a six-week delay in deliveries. I'm, I remember working with them just a few weeks ago because I kind of saw these lar larger economic ramifications. And I'm like, you know, gold would be a smart store of value for myself, not financial advice here. And I'm like, let me start partnering up with this organization. Let me go, you know, uh, re, re up in some of my alternative assets other than the dollar. And uh, when I did that, uh, back then, there was no delay. Now, the delays keep getting bigger and bigger and bigger. The price keeps getting higher and higher. Then, of course, 
the official market rate on there, which makes me think that there could be some manipulation happening right now with that price for people to kind of buy in low. What do you think about that kind of speculative theory there? Well, I think it goes to what we were just talking about, where you know all of a sudden people went from just, hey, I just want to go trade my contracts, I want to go roll them over, and you know I wouldn't, uh, not that we're making any recommendations here, but I, if you're going to get into gold, you should not do it in a leveraged fashion, you should not be getting into any of these leveraged ETFs, uh, you should not be in the futures market, especially if you don't know what you're doing, because it's a great way to get absolutely wrecked. Uh, but yeah, what, I mean, what's going on is that now the, there's a supply and demand and more people want to take physical delivery, and so when people are just rolling over contracts, Contracts, it's just very easy to you know do that. But when all of a sudden now they want to take delivery, well now that's a big problem. And like we were talking about before, it was the exact opposite problem. What was going on in the uh, in the uh, the oil markets? Because we see here on screen, interactive brokers stuck with the 88 million dollar loss after oil trading clients go bust. And so a lot of times these people are trading on leverage. They're trading on uh, you know basically highly speculative. Uh, you know, plays, but nobody, I mean, including myself, would have thought that you would see a negative price. And so now you're seeing uh, a lot of firms that are just going to be, you know, basically having a massive, uh, you know, uh, not, a, not a good time for what's going on. Yeah. Not that that's very scientific. And the last thing I want to read here is there is about another half a billion dollars of losses that somebody is sitting on. And I don't know who those folks are. Well, guess what? Pretty soon those people are going to want to start, you know, instead of buying black gold, they're going to get, they're going to want to get that yellow rock, even though we've got people at like the central bank calling it, you know, saying things like this is a barbarous relic and it's not something we need. But one of the reasons why it could be going down is because when inflation expectations are now lower. And so when you have low inflation expectations, what people are thinking, or you have low interest rates and people are thinking, okay, well, uh, now since there's not going to be inflation, why would you need gold? But what they don't understand is that eventually you're probably going to see the, you know, the government getting way too cocky. Their, their, their deficits are way too large right now. We had gigantic deficits. We had $1.2 trillion deficit, even when we we're in the greatest, you know, economy in the history of the world. And so if we couldn't pay down our debt, we couldn't get our house in order during the greatest time. How the hell are we going to do it when, you know, we're in like a, you know, Mad Max type scenario uh, of what's going on? And I do, I think that there's more stuff to come. So if you're sitting in, you know, in your IRA or in your old 401k and you don't know what to do, uh, you know, it's not the time to just throw your hands up in the air or it's definitely not the time to just, oh, hey, I'm just going to willy nilly just go all into cash because uh, in the going to cash right now might be a good good thing temporarily. But on a long enough time horizon, I've been saying this since 2008 is that I mean, after everything crashed 2008 is that sitting in cash permanently is just going broke safely and trying to protect your purchasing power is going to be the most uh, paramount thing that's coming up here, Luke. Yeah, I mean, the, the best thing I could recommend for people is, again, just be reminded that you can't eat gold. You could trade it. The the value, the purchasing power of gold doesn't really change. And again, it's it's a good alternative, especially when, again, the Senate and the government, they're passing bailouts left and right. Three trillion dollars already divvied out. The Federal Reserve bailouts we don't even know about. And now Donald Trump pledging to bail out the oil industry? Um, what? <laughs> like the the job of the government is is not to be some centralized money giving force where they just literally you know devy out all the money, just print it, and just like poop it out out of their you know what? They're not just supposed to be there, just like saying, "Oh, free money, everyone! Yeah, I'm gonna have a party with this bad boy." Here you go, bank industry. Here you go, oil industry. What other industry is gonna fail? A lot of them. And then we're gonna keep bailing all of them out. No, that's not a. Well, but sure, sure. Uh, big pharma and the vaccines—they'll probably get a big yeah. bailout too. 
Well, hospitals also are losing money because they're not doing elective surgeries and, and, and they want bailouts as well. I'm like, oh my, like, like and again, that's the number one generator of revenue for hospitals. Uh, and again, a lot of them stopped all the other kind of procedures. We're still not on the clear. If you look at the video that I just uploaded on the main channel, I gave you the pros and cons. I gave you both sides of the argument for opening and not reopening. There's a lot of data. There's a lot of things to look into. Um, and uh, we're not in the clear. But when we look at the government acting this recklessly, when we see the government just giving out money like it's nothing, uh, violating the basic rules of just math, um, when we see that, obviously people are going to go towards something that's an alternative like gold, who's again, purchasing power. You look at the purchasing power of that. Um, it's pretty significant. Other people are going to cryptocurrencies, but before you do that, the best advice I could give, and this is not financial advice is to make sure that you have, uh, you know, food and water for yourself and your family, that you have a good supply of it and that you have a good relationship with your family, with your neighbors, with the people in your community, so you could barter, so you could trade. I think that will be the ultimate kind of asset that you could have during these volatile and, times. And, uh, and lead, too, so that way they can't take your stuff. Depends what state you're in. <laughs> Some so. states you can have crossbows, no no lead. And all, well, I'm, in, I'm in Arizona, so I'm only speaking on people uh, in, in, in free places like America, not yeah. uh, California or New York or Illinois or any of those other places that have been ruined. But that's not... Yeah. Yeah, that, but that, that will be important. No, that's very important to have, though. And that's I'm just saying, clean. hey, that's the most important asset that you can have. If you have a little bit of money to, to spend, uh, if you're risky, go into a little bit of, uh, you know, cryptocurrencies. If you're less risky, you know, precious metals are pretty solid throughout history. But that's only if you have some money to throw around. Again, not financial advice, just something that I'm personally doing myself. Um, and, and again, just seeing everything unfold here, seeing more promises of bailouts, seeing Donald Trump outdoing Bernie Sanders, seeing progressives cheer on Donald Trump. Meanwhile, establishment Democrats are, are shocked themselves. Um, it's something that, that should be considered here in this larger social political landscape of what we're getting ourselves into because I don't think anyone really knows. And uh, I think it's at this time better to be safer than sorry, especially with your food and water supply and your relationships with your loved ones. That's my personal advice. Anything else you want to say or add to that, Tim? Uh, the last thing I just want to throw in there is, I mean, you talk about the Fed, how they might start bailing out the oil companies. Well, the Fed has already started buying junk bonds and about, I think last time I checked, and this is probably, this is even before things were going down, it was about 12, 13% of the junk bond market are the oil companies. And then not only are they, then they're then buying them through BlackRock, which then BlackRock is then the ones who are one of the largest owners of high yield bonds. And then they get bailed out a hundred cents on the dollar and they get, they even make money off of all this. And then they end up getting then the commission on all the trades for getting, for dumping off their toxic assets. And so that already is basically essentially a hidden bailout. And then I was going to cover some stuff on collateralized loan obligations and some other stuff, but that gets into other articles. Maybe we'll do that, table that for another time. I know that's a big, sort of a big sexy teaser for everybody else out there, but yeah, I think this is a good place to uh, leave it off. Yeah, all, all the nerds are getting in their uh, uh, pen holders super <laughs> lubricated for you there, Tim. Uh, you know what was good investment also? This money gun. I never thought I would be using it as much as I've been using it. Well, I, I, um, love, I love how this is a Trump Keep America Great money gun. I mean, it's just so perfect that, uh, and I actually, I bought my daughter is the same one that you have because I kept wanting to, to play around with this. I'm like, no, this is, this is a keepsake. 
So, yeah. and I've got the Donald I Trump. Mean, well, I mean, soon when money is not going to be worth the paper that it's printed on, which has happened historically, uh, you're going to want to make sure you prepared. So, I, I think we couldn't find a better time to team up and and work together on this specific subject. We weren't supposed to be focusing on the economy, but the more I'm learning about it the more I'm absolutely shocked. Tim, thank you so much for joining us and thank you, beautiful, amazing human beings for being here with us. Stay tuned for more here on Change the News.